You just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Tracy Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. This morning, I'm going to continue on with pursuing my greatness. Say, pursuing my greatness. Pursuing my greatness. And for a subtopic, we've been, te- we've been teaching on, who remember what I taught about? I know Pastor was here last week. Thank you, the importance of self-image, okay? So this morning, we're going to uh, talk about how to develop that self-image, okay? It's vital. It's vital to walk it into your destiny. What this have to do with church, I'm going to show you in a minute. Everything, matter of fact, to do with church, I'll show you. Everything to do with God, okay? So Ephesians 2.10 in the Amp is one of the foundational scriptures that I've been using, and I want to read this to you, okay? So it reads, y'all ready? Let's read together. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taken paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we shall walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Tell yourself, say self, self. God has prearranged and made ready for me to live. And today I choose to pursue my greatness so I can start this day living a good life. Now you didn't say it right. I said living the good life. Now give him a shout of praise. Now a lot of people in the body of Christ, we're going to talk about them this morning a little bit. Uh, I love us. I love the body of Christ. I love Jesus, but they're not experiencing the good life. And, and it's not God's fault. What do you mean the good life? I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with a, with a ghost. Okay, y'all didn't get that. See, when you feel with the real Holy Ghost, he'll push you into greatness. Okay, now he's a helper. He's not going to make you do it, but he'll encourage you. Pursue this. Go this way. Go that way. The Bible says he does not even speak on his own authority. Whatever he hears the Father say, that's what he'll tell you. So the Father is saying he has predestined you to live the good life, okay? Well, that's still not good enough. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 4. We'll make it plain. I don't care if you was born on the back seat of your mama's minivan. Okay, y'all didn't get that. I don't care if you was conceived in a Chevette. And somebody said, what's that? Ask anybody whose parents over 45 was a Chevette. Praise God. I don't think they make them anymore. But just know you were predestined to succeed. You was predestined to live a good, not good life, and greatness is on the inside of you. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago, and I've been reiterating this, your future is not ahead of you, but it's hidden where? On the inside of you. Your greatness is not ahead of you, but it's hidden where? On the inside of you. So guess what? My job this morning is to help you get stir, stir that pot up, stir it up, and so you can go out and pursue this. It's in there. It just has to be developed, okay? So let's read this scripture together. Ready? Let's read. It is clear to us, friends, that God not only loves you very much, but also has put his hands on you for something special. So tell yourself again, self, Self. God has put his hands on me me. for something special. special. Now, I also shared this with you guys, and I don't know about you, but this was good news for me. According to Forbes magazine, they have predicted that by the year 2000 and what? 20. Okay, I'm just testing the class. See where we at? Ride with me, lean with me. Y'all know a little something, something. Okay. So you're not going to get me this week, Pastor. 
But it's, it's been, been predicted that there will be how many millionaires, new millionaires? Over 100,000. Okay, okay. Okay, y'all can't. You might pass to the ninth grade, okay? We're going somewhere. But the, but the visitor's like, what, what's she talking about? Go back to the CDs, praise God. But Ford predicted there's going to be over 100,000 new uh, millionaires, and they said that 17%, come on now, I wasn't going to give you another test, but they're ready, they passed it, somebody listen to the CD, let me listen, I know she's going to ask something in the morning, let me go, one I opened last night, let me, let me, hold on, let me, let me, let me see what she said, but there's going to be 17%, they predicted, who will not even have a college degree, now Forbes is just doing a prediction, but God has given me a personal vision, a 300 plus millionaires, that, that he gave me a vision of 300 plus me personally developing these millionaires. Okay. Well, are you one? Just keep watching. Let me give you a clue. Success principles doesn't discriminate. The law of gravity doesn't discriminate. If it goes up, okay. There are certain laws and there are certain principles that are set. So what's good news to a poor man? Okay, I don't have to be poor anymore if I use these principles. Okay, so what are you saying? That if, the, if, if God has predestined me for greatness and he has his hands on me for something special, and if there has been a prediction, even the world has gotten into agreement with this, then what's the excuse now? Okay, we were excited at first. Now we're looking like, hmm. Everybody got quiet like, hmm. Okay, well, you just don't know. I didn't graduate from high school, and. One of the self-made millionaires, not billionaires, actually, that I've been studying um, and following for a while, he said that he completed his second month of high school and decided it wasn't for him. Okay, you, got, yeah, you didn't hear what I just said. I said one of the self-made billionaires. Matter of fact, he said they got rid of him. And he said it was the best thing they could have ever done because it wasn't working for him. Now, am I against education? No, 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 no. The kid just got through uh, with a, uh, completing her master's degree. Glory be to God. And really, it's the second go-round for me. Okay? Now, so I'm not against education, but the point I'm trying to make that there isn't an excuse for anyone who decides to pursue their greatness. And you, let me give you a, a, a good nugget that you can take home, and this will set your soul free. You have a heads up on the world if you are a believer. Because we have a helper to help us do things that they got to fight. Okay. Well, you said we got to fight. Yeah, the good fight of faith is what we fight. Now, what's a good fight? A fight you know you want. No matter what the enemy trying to tell you, you're not smart enough. Guess what? I got some good news for you. You are smart enough. You just got to pursue your greatness and pull. Okay. Pull it out. And let me give you another nugget. This is going to be free. So just receive it. Is 80% of your beliefs, your mindset, and 20% of what you actually know that will determine your success. Oh, y'all didn't know this. The experts will tell you this. Go look them up. You don't want to believe me. 80% of your belief in yourself and your mindset and 20% of what you actually know. Do you know that talents and gifts are overrated? That person who you think is just successful, they apply the principles, and they might not be as smart as you. Might not know as much as you know as far as, you know, um, even educational-wise. I'll speak this to you. There's some, somebody sitting somewhere with a boss who's looking at you like, why are you here? That's why sometimes they start talking to you crazy because they out of purpose. They're looking at you like, 
And I'm going, I'm going further. I'm going further because of the last couple of weeks I didn't get as far as I wanted to. But let me share this with you as I'm laying this foundation. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to God to pursue your greatness. Every one of us have a part to play in the kingdom of God. Whatever your gifts and talents are, okay? Christina came in the room last night. If you don't know, that's our oldest daughter, and she was excited to see me. I was gone for one day. You would have thought it was one year. She was, Mama, she had to tell everything that happened yesterday. I said, okay, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. So she was telling me about her psychology class she's taking in high school. And I don't know how you do this. I hate this. Now, she didn't say hate. I take it back. I don't like this. And, she was, and I said, you know what, Christina? I don't like planning. She's excited because she's running for social chair in, in high school, and they will plan all the activities like the days they have, and she's so excited, and I want to play. I said, you know, that would drive me, that, that would drive me batty. I don't want to keep up with my schedule, let alone making a schedule for somebody else's, okay, and, and planning days, and she's excited, and she's been planning for Hallelujah Night. Oh, Mama, we're going to have a good time. And so I told her, I said, see, this is the point I'm trying to make. Every joint supplies. What I'm called to do? I love it. I could do it all day long. I could counsel women all day long. I could sit here and coach you. We could stay here until you sit, literally say, look, please lose us and let us go. I could sit here and do what I'm doing now for the next four or five hours, even through the challenges I'm having right now, because I love it. This is what I was created to do. And I was sharing with her, you don't like it, because that's not something that you were created to do. And I came to tell that person this morning who think you're not great. No, you're just doing something that you was not created to do. Okay. Here's a, free, here's a free nugget, a free coaching session. This is a free nugget that people are paying thousands of dollars for somebody to answer this. How do I find my purpose? Find your passion. Whatever your passion is and whatever you love to do will lead you right to your purpose. Most people hate Monday mornings. I'm going out of the way. I'm going, I'm going, I'm trying to go somewhere else. You want to know why they hate Monday mornings? Who would, submit, who, who would help me out? Don't want to go back to work. Hate the job. From what I've been told, most heart attacks, they say, occur between 8 and 9 o'clock Monday morning. Don't nobody get scared. Don't get afraid. Just say, Lord, it won't be me. But I will submit to you the reason why. 8 to 9 o'clock on Monday mornings, between 8 and 9. Huh? She said, it sounds about right. <laughs> Stress, upset. And let me give you a nugget I can share with you right now, whether you know you're in purpose or not. This is for free. If you hate Monday morning, that's a red flag. But I have good news. I have good news. If you can change your mindset, you will change your entire life this morning. And in order to change your mindset, you're going to have to change your image. Somebody say, I've got to change my image. What is, what, what is self-image? I'm glad you asked me that. How do you, what, see yourself? How do you see yourself? Not how I see you, but how do you see you? And a lot of people so used to being on the bottom, started on the bottom, now I'm here. No, you started on the bottom and you're still there. Because your mindset, how you feel about yourself, okay, and how you see yourself, because see how you see yourself is going to determine how you feel about yourself, which is your self-esteem. And a lot of people in the body of Christ is suffering from that grasshopper mentality. So, yes, we can shout about the 100,000 new millionaires, and we can shout about the 17% who will not even have a college degree. But as Pastor Rex told us last week, we can shout and we can jump up, we can blow whistles, we can do somersaults in the church, and it's my year. But guess what? It will not be your year. I hate to tell you this, with the wrong mindset and the wrong image of yourself. In order to pursue our greatness, we got to have the right self-image. And I'm fixing to prove it to you by the word of God. Well, I didn't come to church with that this morning. That's why your marriage is bad. 
when the self-image is wrong and, and you don't think the way you should about yourself, it will affect all the relationships around you. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes, I am. That's why you're talking to somebody crazy because you don't love you. You can't love anybody. Well, she's going all over the world. What this got to do with my money? Because your image is messed up. It will mess up relationships. Okay. We're talking about the good life. The good life includes the job, the, the career, the business. It includes your, your, your marriage being blissful. It, in, it includes your children being happy. It includes, it, it, it includes everything. Your salvation is wholeness, soteria, nothing broken and nothing missing. And that's the good life. Oh, it's good right about now. But it wasn't always good. And we get in church. We come to church. And I love our church. I love it. I, I, I love it. Anybody who's viewing, I love the body of Christ. I love being saved. I wouldn't take anything for my salvation. But a lot of times we, we hear myths in church. Yeah. And we started taking them on as truth. Yeah. God's going to change me. No, he's not going to change your mind. Now, the Bible talks about us being saved, okay? We received our salvation. And we lie and say, I looked at my feet. They look new. Mine look the same. I looked at my hands. They were, no, their hands didn't change. Unless you just ate a lot last night, they might be swollen. But, okay, he gave you salvation, Jesus. Now, as our pastor told us last week, the renewal of that mind is my responsibility. And let me give you, there's three things that every person needs, three things that Carl Rogers, according to his personality theory, he came up with these, but, but I can back them up biblically as well. I'll, I'll prove it to you, that every child needs to grow up and function uh, psychologically, you know what I'm saying, without dysfunctioning. Let me go back because I'm confusing you guys. Am I confusing y'all? There's three things that every child needs to develop fully psychologically to be able to function without being dysfunctional, Okay. The first one, who remember what I gave you? Genuineness. You need genuineness. People to really care who really, okay. Then you need number two, acceptance, okay? You need somebody to accept you unconditionally for who you are. And then the last one was empathy. Every child needs to be seen. They want to be seen and they want to be heard. And if I, I'm going to talk about me. I knew that I grew up in an environment as I look back over my life that wasn't necessarily congruent to where I, you know, where God is trying to take me. As a matter of fact, I won't use that word. It was conductive sometimes for me to rise to my highest potential. And in order to rise to your highest potential, the person who you want to become must be congruent with the person who you, who, who you are now. In other words, with your self-esteem, your self-image. And most of us didn't have enough. Maybe you did, but didn't have enough as far as when we were growing up and developing so that we could rise to our highest potential. So once I become saved, guess what I got to do now? I got... I, I, who got to do it? And sometimes we've hidden things for so long, they're in there, and we don't even know it. I know this is not, it's good. This is going to help. You might not shout today, but I promise you, you pick this up and run with it, you're going to shout later. It'll change your entire life. So yesterday I went back home. I don't mind sharing my business. If you're watching this, hey, whatever, it's truth. I'm free. And by the time I left there and had heard about how I don't like, the person told me they don't like braids. What's wrong with your face? By the time I heard uh, you gain weight, by the time I got back in my car, this is the truth. I was like, I was feeling like, who put this suitcase on my back? Let me. No, y'all looking, y'all play. Your environment, our environment is, 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 is vital. 
I didn't even ask you that you like grace. I could care less whether you like grace or not. Who asked you? And if I gain weight, I know I have some medical stuff going on. Well, what's wrong with you? Then you want to put me in the grave. That's don't worry about me. <laughs> I said, I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. I said, I'm dealing with a few things, but I'm good. My baby got mad. She's standing by me. She got in the car. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Let's go. <laughs> she was rolling her neck. She got a look. I said, baby, it's okay. We got in the car. She says, just keep driving to Georgia. I said, I need to stop and go to the No, keep driving to Georgia. She said, okay. So I went to pull out my CD so I could do confessions. They weren't working. Couldn't even get a reception where I was. I started opening up my eyes. I'm pretty enough. I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. I'm everything up. She's 12. She said, Mama, I was sitting in here listening to this. We was there and then a few listeners. She said, some of that stuff was a lie. And some of it is truth. I said, the sad thing is people all over the world sitting in churches somewhere right now and they receive it because they don't know any better. Because when somebody stands up here, you automatically assume they know what they're talking about. <laughs> he got up there. Someone said this. God only take the best. He said, I rebuke that. And I said, be quiet. Close your mouth. She said, I rebuked that in the name of Jesus. I said, be quiet, close your mouth. Then we get in the car. She told me this morning, I guess she thought about it. She said, well, God don't take people. And if he gonna take the best, then what that mean for the rest of us still down here? <laughs> I said, babe, I said, leave your, close your mouth to you. Close it up now, zip it. We in the car, I just let her go on and roam. But I was thinking, and I shared this with her, but what about the people who don't know that? So if you're around people and you're in places that tells you stuff that you've been believing, it grows up to be truth for you. And sometimes when it's time to step out on greatness, you can't do it because our subconscious mind don't know a lot from the truth. And whatever you've been programmed to believe about you, that is truth for you. And sometimes you got to believe in somebody else's belief in you until you get there because of the environment we've been in. And people play. I'll pull my child out of school first before I let a teacher tell my child they're dumb. We'll go home and pray together and learn together. That's how serious this is. But the grasshopper mentality stopped so many people, grown people, because of what somebody said and did while you were in your youth, your youthful days, 10, 11, 12 years old. By the time we turn seven years old, most of the time what we believe about ourselves and about life has pretty much so been established. Can you imagine? Sit your big head self down. Now this child is 50 years old, can't change her hairstyle because of somebody growing up calling you big head. Okay, let me go over here. You said, I'm confident you're telling a tale because you want it. Your actions are going to show what you believe. What you do and do not believe. 
your stylist is saying, please change your style. I've heard her sharing with me my style. No, I can't do it with my head. We're looking like, where is it? You don't even have a forehead that we could see. But because somebody has said this to you for so many years, you believe it. Or you've been in a school system that told you that you couldn't learn. I share with you guys about this young man who um, basically in school they said that he was slow of learning and he did enough to get by and he went to join the military and scored so high on the test that they thought seriously though, they said his IQ was like uh, Einstein level. And he was shocked too because he was like, what? They, they retested him because he was shocked and they were shocked. Some things you're going to be shocked when you see what God has placed in there. When that stuff starts coming out of you, that greatness, and you're going to do things that you never thought you would do. I prophesy over this body. I prophesy over the body of Christ. That greatness is coming out of each and every one of you. Now give him a shout of praise. Stir up the gifts. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.